And one more time, one more time. Hey, dudes and dudettes, Major League Buck Kicking is back in town. Ooh, yeah. And uh, I can see somebody already got it, so I'm going to be following you on Instagram. But everybody else, let me know what movie that's from. All right. Well, let's let's get this sucker started. Uh, everybody who's just tuning in, welcome. Say what's up in the chat, and I will be addressing you shortly. In the meantime, let's roll that intro in three, three, two, two, one, one, one. Whoa, what's this thing? Oh, shit. What's up, Prince family? If you're new, or if this is your first time, my name is Cam. Welcome to the Print Life Live backslash podcast, because I make this a podcast on our website. Trying to get this little empire going. So thank you for tuning in. Uh, In this thing, we talk about the news, we talk about screen printing, we talk about business, and then at the end of all that, I do kind of a Q&A and I answer the questions that are submitted in the chat or on Twitter or on social media or in the comments of YouTube. So this is my ultimately my Q&A day with a little bit of news mixed in. So thank you so much for tuning in. If this is your first time, I truly appreciate it. If you've been here many times before... I fucking love you and just keep coming back and keep submitting your questions and just this is sweet. I'm 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 starting to really get into this live thing. Anyway, so today we're going to do a couple of things in the news. We're going to it's a little update on what's going on with Amazon. We've talked about it in the past. You know, I have a lot of concerns with them, so we're just going to talk a little bit more about it. I'm going to beat that horse to death. We're also going to talk about Dov Sharney. If you don't know who he is, he's the creator of American Apparel. There's a little bit of news going on with that guy, so we'll cover that. And then once we get through all of that good stuff, we're going to talk about the importance of owning a silkscreen printing shop or just owning a business in general as opposed to like running your own business. And there's some very big differences, and I'm going to try to tackle those to the best of my ability. It's actually really amazing to me that anybody would actually like take advice from little old me, but it's cool that you guys are doing it or at least humoring me on it. So thank you. Uh, before we get into all that though, let's go to the chat and say what's up to everybody. Alan Defy, thank you for tuning in. Sean Martinez, you are the man. Welcome back. Welcome back. RSX owner. Know you well. Ride Beats, Stan Barks, Donnie Michael, Lucifer, Jason Enns. What's up? Welcome back, my friend. Alan Defy, Rye Beats, Mike B, J, uh, Tom DeFrancisco, welcome in. I know you're a newbie. Uh, Mike B, what's up? Stan, uh, Gabriel, welcome back. Tim McElhenney, welcome. Alan Defy, thank you guys, everybody, for tuning in. This is super amazing to me. I freaking I love it, man. This is so cool. Um, so you guys probably heard in the intro part of it where I was doing a movie quote while we were waiting to go live. And let's see who actually got it first here. First on the list, he was first. If you sign, I'm going to do a movie quote at the beginning before we go live. Every time the first one to get it, I'm going to follow them on Instagram. So who hit it first? Stan Banks. Stan, what is your Instagram handle? Let me know in the comments right now or let me know in the chat. And I'm going to head over there and follow you permanently. I will never unfollow you, my friend. So let me know what it is, Stan. 
excuse me, and everybody else, head on over to Instagram and follow Stan Banks because he was able to guess my movie quote. And here it is one more time for you. It was this is really embarrassing. Why would I? Why would I do such a thing? I'm not going to do it again. I'm not going to do it when I'm actually on camera. But tune in. As soon as I go live, I'm going to be spitting a movie quote. And then I'm going to ask you guys to tell me what movie it is. First one to get it, I follow them on Instagram. Stan. Okay, so Stan's Instagram. Or, sorry, Stan Banks on YouTube. His Instagram is SB Design. So let's head on over there now. We're on our Instagram. Yo, yo, yo. Mr. Stan, S-B-D-E-Z-I-G-N, S-B-D-E-Z-I-G-N, S-B Design, Stan Banks, there's my man right there, ooh, this man's a photographer, a screen printer, an embroiderer, and whatever the hell else you need, so this man's, this man's crushing it, Stan, thank you for tuning in, and you are followed by me, uh, please head over to my Instagram and follow me as well. Uh, love y'all for tuning in guys. So let's go right back real quick and say what's up to anyone who else who just tuned in. Uh, well, it's pretty, I can't tell. Anya Clayton. Thank you for tuning in. Keith Applegarth. Thank you so much for tuning in from Oklahoma. My man. I got, I, I heard it. I hear it's paradise over there. Hmm. Stan says, thank you for doing this. Or Alan Defy says, thank you for doing this. You're welcome. Thank you guys for tuning in. It means a lot. Did any of you see my posts on any other social media telling you that I was going live today? I'm trying to figure out how to get more people in here. Uh, Mike B says, don't worry, Stan. He already stalks you. So, Stan, you're already sort of famous, my man. Uh, yeah, so tune in next week before I go live. So before I roll the intro, I will be doing movie quotes. Just for the shits and giggles of it. Now, I would also like to say, guys, that no one submitted news about their shop on Twitter or in the comments. And I was, I'm was i really looking forward to that working. So, starting today, if, if you hired somebody new, if you got a new press, if you got a new website, if you, if, I don't know, if you got a new client, man, let me know on Twitter. And I'm going to literally, you are going to be part of my news feed. I'm going to let people know what's going on with you. No information is too small or too big. Just submit your stuff. And if, if I feel like it's worthy, I will definitely talk about it on this live stream. Also, follow me. Twitter, Cam, at Cam Urban. Instagram, at Cam Urban. Make sure you're following me on all that stuff. Uh, anyway, okay, so let's get into this sucker. So, first thing on the news, on the news, on the news is an update on Amazon merch, okay? In the YouTube comments of my last live feed, I was informed by Lee Hetze, I think I'm saying that right, it's L-E-H-E-T-Z-E on YouTube. And he said in the comments that this is what's happening with Amazon, that they're actually buying more of those corny... Uh, direct-to-garment printers because and this is what's terrifying they were actually not able to keep up with the goddamn demand and he left it in one of the comments and i decided that i would actually address this on live but as sick as it is i actually for i didn't write down what like when he said it my mind went oh shit and i had like this epiphany of what they're trying to do but i didn't write it down and i kid you not i forgot what my epiphany was but 
I still do have some thoughts on it, so we're going to get into those thoughts in, instead. But Lee, I'm sorry, man. I had a much more insightful idea when you told me that, but it just it went poof. It left my feeble brain. But here's what it is. So I feel like the fact that they are so aggressively pursuing this merch thing is just like a glimpse of things to come within the Amazon world. And it's not good. It's not good for the screen printing industry. It's not good for any industry, any retail industry. What I see with Amazon is that if you are a billion dollar plus market per year, they're going to go after it if if they can, right? I mean, obviously, if it's a, the construction industry, they don't give a shit about that. But if it's any kind of retail or you're a middleman or a decorator or anything like that, they're going to go after it. They're also like kind of trying to go after like the AliExpress form, format. There's just – they're really going to take over and that's a, that's a scary thing, man. One – company one brand running all commerce it's a scary thing it's called a monopoly it's actually supposed to be illegal but i mean what they'll do is they'll leave like 10 percent of the market for the rest of us to like scramble around and try to pick up the scraps of that 10 percent. like that's what the pharmaceutical industry does you know any big industry where there's a, a leader that has a stranglehold on it that's how it works they leave about 10 percent, so they technically don't have a monopoly and the rest of us little guys can scramble around trying to gobble up that last that little percentage that they don't care about um so I, and then i had another part to this let me read what i said here the question i have for all of you is whether you're in the industry or if you're planning to get into the industry is do you see anything that we can do to stop this or to to kind of hold on to our industry and not let Amazon take it from us. And I promise you, man, mark my words. If something's not done, it's going to happen. I keep saying this in every feed because it's, it's scaring me, man. I mean, this is my future and I'm trying to build this for more than just, you know, a business, but on the flip side of that. Okay. And this is something I, I was just thinking about it before I went live guys. And I will, I will address this chat again in a second, but I just want to talk about this for a second. Uh, and it, it also kind of – it leads into like our business topics of the day and like you know me doing this live feed and trying to be motivational to all of you guys. And you know I think motivation is important and being – loving your industry is important and, and loving your job and being – all of these things is extremely important. But, 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 but I, I think all of us – this is completely off topic of the news. This is just a thought that I had and I wanted to address it on this feed. We need to cut ourselves some goddamn slack. All of us, myself included. I'm talking to myself as much as I'm just putting this out into the world. The society that we live in has created this scenario where we're always driving to be more than we are. And it's a beautiful thing. It's what built America, all of the capitalist nature. It's a beautiful thing. But at the end of the day, we have a country that allows us – I'm not going to go that far, but – we need to enjoy our lives and we need to cut ourselves some goddamn slack and just take a breather. And and sometimes you need to stop driving so hard to like, you know, make something of yourself, man. I have friends, former friends, that when, when I was transitioning bef between being a, an employee and a business owner, I essentially looked like a broke dick loser, right? Because I was in this transition phase. And they ditched me because I wasn't living up to what he, what he thought his circle of people should be. And you hear all the time, oh, get rid of the un get rid of the people that aren't you know aren't driving. Which is which I get it. You get rid of the people that aren't. 
I understand the concept behind get rid of the people around you that aren't doing anything, but I think it's more important. And my buddy was on Facebook Live earlier, and he says, get rid of the negativity in your life. But this doesn't mean that your circle, the people around you, should be just driven, hungry people because a lot of those people are going to put you in a mind state that has – that never allows you to just take a break and enjoy life for what it is. And life is about the moment. Like this moment right now while I'm chatting with all of you and we're actually like we're into stuff. And you guys are listening to my dumbass babble about something that's not even related to screen print. So like you guys are allowing me to do this. I'm enjoying this moment. You're enjoying this moment. Let's all of us cut cut ourselves some slack. We don't have to be the biggest, the best, the brightest. Sometimes life is just made for living. Anyway, I, I don't know. I guess I bring that up because of this, like, my fear of Amazon taking over and all this stuff. And I think that we need to get it under control. But at the same time, let's just live and just go hiking, get out in the woods, you know, get into something, pick up a hobby that you love that isn't about money. It's just about the passion of it. And let's just live a good goddamn life. Anyway, moving on. My thoughts on on this whole Amazon thing. From what I could tell, on-demand printing, is, it's not taking over, but it's definitely starting to find its niche. And the good thing about it is the cost is still so high that it's still kind of like in a custom retail arena. Like some of the bigger companies, um, one of them is the Dream Factor, Dream, Dream, Junk, Dream Junction. You know, I think that they have, I don't know, 10 to 12 corny... Uh, digital garment printers. They're the biggest, the best digital garment printers. And they're doing fulfillment services for all of these companies that are pretending like they're, um, you know, like the, um, uh, God damn it. Like the, not the Printavos, but all those, those, Anyway, they're basically supplying anybody that's, that's like a retailer that sells a lot of custom designs. They're doing this whole thing. I did not explain that well. I'm, I'm not able to come up with the word that I'm looking for, but Either way, even in that environment, the costs are so high per garment that the margins aren't very good. Okay, so let's say you have a store that has 1 million different designs. Like you have an Amazon store, right? And this is what a lot of retailers are doing. They're just having designers crank out designs. They're creating mock-ups. They're posting them on Amazon. And when a sale – they don't pre-print inventory. But when a sale comes in, they use somebody like Dream Junction to print it and ship it to the client, okay? Okay thing is is the margins aren't great but what they are doing i think i've tried to look into it i've tried to find information but it's pretty tight-lipped is when they find a winning design then they go to screen print so they use the digital thing to test markets to find a winning design once it's a winning design they stock up on it they get the good margins they screen print them and then they actually they're making the good money at that point this is what i would assume they're doing this is what a smart business would do but or maybe they're just using digital Either way, I think that there's room for for both, but I do think that digital is starting to get a hold on it. And I know that Amazon's merch thing is becoming a thing, man. Like even big like online big online companies are utilizing the service. So screen and we all may be feeling this a little bit cuz some of the jobs that used to that would have been screen printed are now going to Amazon Merch. They're going to uh, Printful. They're going to Dream Junction. I think Dream Junction actually does the digital printing for Printful. So it's starting to become this thing, man. There's not a lot of room left. One of us needs to step up and really crush the industry. Anyway, um, so what else did I write on this goddamn thing? That's that's the whole point, though, man. I think that that it's it's becoming something, and this merch game is scary, but. 
screen printing industry, we need to do something. So I asked you guys what you think we can do. So I'm going to go to the chat real quick and see if there's anything, any, if you guys have any ideas. Uh, well, Jason just says boycott Amazon. Dude, I don't want to. I don't want to. I love going, I love getting Amazon boxes, man. I just got one today. It was my 24-pack uh, of Pellegrino Waters. So I don't want to, but you're right. You are right. Yeah. People say that about Walmart, too, but they're going stronger than ever. Uh, okay. Daniel Ramos says, us as business owners, it's hard to cut us some slack. We always think of how to make more money. It's really hard for me. It's true, man. And that's that's the point of the rant earlier is that just cut yourself some slack. You know? I mean – I'm I'm obsessed too, man. I am. I'm obsessed with this shit. I live I live for it. This is my life. But I can I'm I'm as I get I'm 35 now, and now just now I'm starting to realize that my future is now much shorter. I'm close. I'm old. I'm more old than I am young. So I need to enjoy my time here, whatever that is. I think if I if I think that. We we have every you know when you're younger there's so many possibilities and you really like you try to grab onto something I never figured it out then and now I'm just kind of doing my thing really just trying to find create a scenario for myself where I can enjoy life with as little stress as possible and I think that that's important for all of us guys if you're just tuning in thank you uh, we're doing a little bit of a news update I just talked a little bit about Amazon you'll have to watch this back to get that part of it now I'm gonna I'm just going to the chat and I'm just uh, seeing what people's responses were to what I said about that so michael maxwell this is off topic but he was watching some of my previous vlogs and i got i've been i like i so this is the thing guys i hate carrying shit in my pockets so i'm always trying to find a solution and not have something in my pockets everyone and so i bought a fanny pack although in my words this is a motherfucking utility belt like batman it's not some baywatch fanny pack but nonetheless I've been experimenting with. I actually have. I should have brought the collection in, man. I got a camo one, a gray one. I got all these like weird hip running belts. I've just been trying to find a way to get rid of stuff in my pockets. But yeah, I know that was crazy. Lucifer says, "Search for Aeon. They have a nice website." Oh, okay. So Aeon is another uh, brand of direct-to-garment printer. They, so they outperform Corny. Are they in the same price range? You know, the 100K starting at 100K kind of thing. Are you using them or you've just... Anyway, that's cool. Thank you. Yeah, it's good to, good to know. I am considering getting this digital game going, man, because the way we're building our site... I don't know. Gosh darn it. It'll, it'll be the last thing you do. Jesus. Okay, so guys, as far as your screen printing questions, I'll, I'll address those later. So I'm not running over it, but right now we're just kind of running through the news. So anyway, that was my news on Amazon merch. I don't, I, I had a much stronger opinion on it and a much bigger like notion when he brought it up in the comments. But the shit, man, I just didn't write it down, and then it slipped my mind. And now, so I just tried to touch on it because I told him I would today. But it wasn't as it wasn't as insightful as the original thought I had. I mean, the original thought was like light bulb as soon as it comes back up i'll make a video on it or something cool but uh 
thank you, Lee Hetch, for just for bringing it up, man. I'll, I have a lot of insight on it. I just forgot. Okay, next thing on the news, Mr. Dov Sharni. This is the uh, of creator of American Apparel fame. Dude's back. And the dude's got a new t-shirt business, and apparently it's already worth like 30 million bucks or so. Wow. Already. I mean, this is crazy. Anyway, so you utilizing his clearly amazing ability to craft brand names, the dudes come up with what I what most would consider like a completely new and extremely original name. I mean, it's, it's, it's nothing like the original name, American Apparel, at all. So here's what it's going to be called. Wait for it. Wait for it. It will be called <laughs> Los Angeles Apparel. This, holy fucking shit, this guy. I mean, this guy, dude. Dob, it, Okay, so first and foremost, he need he, credit has to be given where it's where credit is due. This is the dude that kind of took away that boxy cut that Gildan and Haynes had in the in the blank and printables market. He changed the the silhouette to a more slim, almost European fitting T-shirt. So before him, it it pretty much didn't exist in the Americas. Okay, so credit is due there. It's funny though, actually, that boxy cut is now back in fashion in the streetwear game. It used to be thin, but now, like, the boxy 90s era cut is back. It's trendy again. It's very weird, but nonetheless, it looks sloppy. And his cut, which he came up with under the American Apparel moniker, that's his thing. So we got to give him credit on that. But I mean, this fucking guy, dude, I mean, how late, how lazy can you be? Oh. I mean, picture this fuck, dude, this, picture him, he's like, okay, I gotta come up with a new name for this company, this dude must have taken all of two hours on a Wednesday, and he's like sitting there, okay, what's the name gonna be, what's the name gonna be, and then, bling, I got it, I got it, and can you imagine the, the meeting with these fucking investors, this dude, bro, so, Dov, you know, know, we've invested nearly 30 million dollars into your company, What's the name of this new company? What can we look forward? How, what are we going to tell people about it? And Dov goes, oh, guys, you guys, I, I was racking my brain for a month. I mean, I was, I was thinking, I was thinking, and then it just came to me. We will call this new company Los Angeles Apparel. Uh, wasn't the last company that she got fired from sexual harassment called American Apparel. Yeah, but this is completely different. This one's going to be called Los Angeles Apparel. Jesus fucking Christ. I mean, you can see the guys. Is it too late to, 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 to pull our investment? This fucking dude. I mean, he's an idiot, dude. I mean, this is crazy. Anyway, here's what we know about the company so far. He's got some of his old colleagues from American Apparel, brought them over to Los Angeles Apparel. So they're involved. He's got some of the same skill set. I mean, is he starting the exact same company? I don't know. Go look at the website. It looks exactly like American Apparel. Same font, same black font on white. It's crazy. Uh, but this is what he says. He says his brand, this new brand, and it's going to be another blank apparel brand, is going to be inspired by small independent immigrant like working class retail shops. So it's it's not the glamorous side of LA, it's going to be the ghetto side of LA. You know, like those shops where 
It's in all Spanish, and there's bars on the windows. This is what he's inspiring this this new line after. And I guess he is really what his real goal is is to to create another silhouette, another cut, the next big trendy cut. I mean, he's done it once. He did strike lightning once. Maybe he could do it again. Anyway. And if you don't know, I, I reported on it earlier. Gildan bought the original American Apparel, so they're going to be dropping their prices. They're keeping some of like the flagship cuts, but the majority of it's just going to be—I don't know—they're not—they're going to be utilizing it for all kinds of stuff. But anyway, Dov Charney, crazy fuck, shitty name, very uncreative. But let's see what he does with this one. I'm sure he'll work it out somehow. Okay. Well, that was the news, guys, and I would have loved to report on your news, but you didn't submit it to me, so make sure to do that next Wednesday. Any of it, guys. I mean, literally, it'll go something like this. I'm just going to pick one of your names out here. Jason Inns uh, from Madison, Wisconsin. I can't remember where you're from, brother. Uh, has just hired or has just implemented his first uh, Black Max Epson 4800 printer. Uh, his he has grown in in size and his customer base has grown exponentially. So he has decided to try to increase his production capabilities by buying this direct garment or this uh, this this film printer kind of thing. You, anyway, I don't know where to go with that because I'm just winging it. But you get the idea. It'll be awesome. So submit all your stuff, and the more you guys get, and the the bigger it is, the more that this thing can be something else. All right. So before we go on to the business topic, let's hit the chat here real quick. It's not a man purse. It's a utility belt. That's a RSX owner. Uh, 2002. Uh, Anya Clayton. No, don't. Digital print. LMFAO. Fabio Gutierrez made it in. Late as usual, but you're here, buddy. So thank you for tuning in. Uh, Kevin Butler just tuned in. Love watching your vids. Guys, thank you for tuning in. If you're just getting here, we've already covered the news. We're about to go on to the business topic of the day, and then after that, we'll hit the Q&A. So hang in here. I'm trying to get 50 people, but I'm not looking. I'm not even looking. I got my live chat. I got my video previewer up. I'm not looking to see how many people are tuned in. But if you're here, I love you. You're awesome. Stick around. And throw me some questions in the chat. Throw me some love in the chat. Uh, and head over to all my social media. Follow me as at Cam Irvin. C-A-M-E-A-R-V-E-N. Thanks for coming on in here, guys. All right, so you guys start submitting your questions in the chat right now. Whatever kind of questions you want. doesn't have to be about screen printing. could be about my relationships, my personal life, uh, my business, my, uh, my exercise routine, my, you know, the way I live, whatever. Ask me questions, guys. That's what I'm here for. Uh, in the meantime, while you're submitting those, we're going to move on to the business topic of the day. And this is what was in the title of this live feed. And this one is going to be based around the importance of owning your silk screen printing business or just owning your business in general instead of running it okay and <laughs> i'm gonna do it and running it is a pain in the ass it's a necessary step in the beginning but it's a pain in the ass and running my business my little my it put running this thing put me in a mental state of insanity my, I think honestly, during the time running this thing, by, like on my own and dealing with clients, dealing with emails, dealing with uh, just running, 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 like I lost brain cells. I mean, I lost 
a large chunk of my vocabulary <laughs> during the the two and a half three years that I was running this thing solo. I mean, some I had during that time I had people printing, but I was still doing all the client management stuff like that, and. A large chunk of my vocabulary disappeared. I mean, I'm not blaming it on that. Maybe it was sage. Maybe it was the chemicals in the shop. But something happened. And until the doctor tells me otherwise, it was the stress of running this goddamn thing. So at, when I started this business, I was solo. I, I worked a day job as a plumber of all goddamn things. And then after that shift ended, I came home and I would, and I would print. So Jesus Christ, two in the morning, there were, there were many, not days. There were, it was a consistent thing that I would sleep two to three hours a night, wake up, go do the job. And then I would print straight through the weekend, seven days a week. You hear these stories all the time. I did that legit seven days a week. I mean, 12 hour days, minimum 14, 16. It was insane. It was insane. So I did that. Finally, I got to a point about a year and a half in where I was like, dude, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blow my fucking brains out if I don't get some help. So I hired my first printer. This printer made it worse. Everything about it was worse. I actually worked harder hiring him and trying to manage him uh, and because he didn't do the tasks properly and me and my own fault, I didn't know how to delegate at this point. I didn't know how to talk. I didn't know how to, to let go of the control. I had this person who was supposed to take some of the weight off me and I was just such a control freak that it was worse. It was worse. I wasn't delegating properly. And so more employees later, more mistakes later, bigger, we're getting bigger. I got people fucking running around this little place. It's, it's kind of like a beehive. It was insane. Made mistakes, learned some shit, and eventually I decided that I just didn't have a good handle on it, so we scaled it back. And uh, when I scaled it back, I was still running it, right? I scaled it back just to get rid of some of the people like because I just couldn't deal with them. Uh, but I was still running it myself. But I set up a new plan and I decided, you know what? My main goal right now is to bring somebody or get somebody on that can manage the clients. If they can manage the clients and I can have someone else doing the prints, then I will be free to actually own and just drive this ship as opposed to being fucking driven by it. And this is really – this is where I'm at. I'm, at, I'm kind of at right now. I have officially got somebody running it. Let me take a sip of my – I'm trying to get off the sugars. I'm trying to find things, you know, because sugar is apparently a poison. So I'm just trying to, to try. I'm trying to get off it. Uh, so I'm drinking sparkling water. I got some apple cider vinegar. I got some of that um, stevia. I'm gonna start making my own kind of like drinks. And anyway, uh, I I got somebody on it on that whole thing. So it was actually a big process. I, I'm still learning how to let go. I'm learning how to delegate. I'm learning how to be something other than just a workhorse, which I've been my entire life. I used to pride myself on just being the guy that outworked everybody. But now I'm trying to learn how to work smarter. And when I first did the transition, the business suffered. When I was when I was not in contact with the clients, a lot of our original clients were used to the talking with the owner, myself. Now they're talking with someone else and we lost a few and there was some... You know, there's there's been some growing pains in that, but it's starting to turn around now, and people are getting used to me not running it. They still know I'm here. Everything's good, but it's been a transition, and it's been a thing, but point of this whole thing is that when you start running it, 
or I'm sorry, that was fucking retarded. When you actually start driving instead of just be running or being ran by it, your stress levels just drop. And all of a sudden, this like segues back to what I was talking about of just letting yourself to breathe a little and take it easy on yourself. I am so much happier and so much more chill. We're not as profitable because I have to have somebody on more and all this kind of stuff. But even without all of that, I am so much happier having somebody else take that that level of stress off. Here's the thing as an owner. If you're interacting with the clients, there's no buffer. So let's say you have just, just a little disagreement with the customer. You can't say, oh, you know what? I, I can't handle this. So let me get my owner and see if he can remedy that. When you are the final, there's nowhere you can go. If you have a buffer, like a front line that takes care of it, then if it just gets out of their control, then they can say, well, you know what? I don't have an answer for you. Let me grab the owner or let me grab the manager and, and let's see if, if he can help you remedy the situation. It's just, there's so many things to it. I can't even explain it all, but all of you, so if you're just starting out or if you're already there, if you want to find true happiness in any whatever business you're doing, not just screen printing, this is business ownership in general. Um, one of my friends, Shana Del Grasso, shout out to you. I'm sure she's not tuned in, but she does very similar to me. It's a small business, but she learned to delegate it, and she, her and I live very similar happy lives. And this is why if you can find a way to just delegate the the brunt, the 80% that brings it all in and just get find a qualified person to do it for you, you will the you will fully appreciate the luxury and the just the beauty of being a business owner. It's a beautiful thing. I know y'all can do it. Um and I love it now because now I'm just focused on the big things. I'm thinking about the marketing. I'm thinking about how we're going to get ourselves. You know, I'm thinking about the big things. I'm not worried about the nitty gritty details anymore. And this is what I love because I get to just be creative. And that's what we all want. You start these things not because you're a fucking workhorse. You start a business in the, in the graphics industry, especially typically because you're creative. You're a graphics person. You're some. You know, you don't get into the screen printing. If, I don't think if you're a creative. If you're just a business like a an entrepreneur, I don't think screen printing is what you go after. Right now, everyone goes after tech if they're an entrepreneur. So most of you are creative, but you got to delegate. Delegate, delegate, delegate. That is the important. And the reason is, is you will be happy. And when you're happy, your business is more fulfilling and you feel good about it. So start owning your business. Don't let that business run you. And that's the end of that damn business topic. I hope that made sense. So now it's time for the goddamn Q&A. It's the Q&A time. This is what everybody tunes in for. I'm going to scroll back to the top of the live chat first and let's see if we got any questions in here. I'm going to try not to read under my breath as I'm reading. I was watching one of the live videos and that's what I did and it was ridiculous. So let's see if I can go through this. A few other people got the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, Alan Defy, Rye Beats. That's awesome, guys. You got to be here before I roll the intro. And if you comment first, then I'm going to follow you on Instagram. But I did follow my dude today, Stan Banks, because he got it voiced. Because Stan was in line and on time. That's my dude right there. Oh, Jason said his buddy did animation for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Love that movie. The original one. Oh, man, the 80s movie. So good. So, 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 so good. I also, I liked Out of the Shadows. It was dope. It was more like the cartoon. Like the original cartoon that we'd watch back in the day. Jason, no, I'm not growing a beard, dude. I'm a, I'm a sick dude. So, I did shave under here because we went live. I don't like being completely shaved down. 
But I, I just don't. You know what? I don't like to to look any particular way. If people start expecting me to look a certain way, I change it. I just don't like to be like boxed in, boxed in. Does that make sense? I don't want to be like what people tell me I need to be. So I and I with the with the with the beard thing, man. Like I enjoy a beard. I like a beard. But everybody was like a thing, and they were like expecting me to have it. So I'm gonna fuck you. I'm not gonna have it no more. I might grow it back though. I don't know. I'm strongly considering buzzing my head, but my girlfriend gave me a new cut and it's like awesome. So I'm cool with that. What brand of Tim McElhenney says, what brand of shirt are you wearing right now? I think this one's a Bella, but typically I wear the next level 3,600 and the 6,210 or whatever it is. I like next level, man. I'm tall and thin. They fit me well and they're cheap. So I just like (laughs) wear them new until they're no good. And I throw them away and get another one. Uh, uh, your office is backwards and it's freaking you out. What do you mean? Because it's flipped? It shouldn't be flipped. I tried to fix it. Anyway. Okay. So Anya tells me that she got a notification on her phone to say that I was live. Thank you, Anya, for letting me know this. She didn't even, or they didn't even know that I was doing this. So it's very exciting. Cool, man. Thank you so much for tuning in. Was it a notification from YouTube or was it a notification like on Instagram? Because I went through today and I posted on all my social accounts that I was going live at four. I want to see if that helps bring anybody in. Um, Looking for some questions, guys. Okay, so Michael Maxwell on YouTube says, you stick with Plastisol, question mark, or do you use water-based ink? For the longest time, I was really trying, I was desperately trying to transition to be an all water-based printer. But there, there's just so many scenarios where water-based just it doesn't it doesn't work. I want it to work. I wanted to be that shop that just did it all. But a lot of the times the results are beautiful. Some of the times they just they there's a lot to be desired. There's a lot left to be desired with doing straight water-based and discharge prints. So now we're mixing things up. Like we've been using some water-based white instead of discharge white, but the water we've just been experimenting. We're constantly changing things up. Excuse, excuse me. God damn it! When I talk, I get like my, my I get my esophagus gets full of air. We've been changing things up, and we're always testing stuff. But we have found a pretty good formula right now that we're sticking with um, until we automate. When we automate, I have a new thing that we will be doing. A new type of ink that we're going to be using, but until we automate, it's just it's too complicated. It's too labor intensive. So I'll share that with you guys at some point. Michael, okay, Alan Defy says he's heard. This is from my talking about Amazon and merch and Director Army. He says that he's heard the DTG DTG doesn't stand up well like what he says ink wise but he's talking wash wise and stuff like that and i think that that's true it doesn't stand up super well so it's not an end all i think i don't think the screen printing will ever go away my real concern is that amazon is trying to snatch this shit up because there's nothing that would stop them from creating a screen printing department nothing not a goddamn thing i mean they hire complicated programming professionals they could start a screen printing project no questions asked but yeah dgd doesn't hold up well the concern is more if Amazon decides to go after this industry. 
And I guess the reason I keep bringing this up is because it does there's kind of there's some things that are hinting at the fact that they might that they definitely might. But yes, I just saw another thing that says uh, my nephew has an Amazon merch store for tees, and he says they take twelve dollars off the top on each t-shirt sold. So if you sell it for twenty, you're only twenty-two. You're only going to make ten bucks. That's not great, right? That's the reason go, to go to screen printing. But if Amazon is testing that and they see that people are willing to go for it. But they start leaving because they want more. Then they're just going to start a screen printing uh, branch, man. And they have the shipping. They have uh, they have all the infrastructure in place to just take that sucker over. I mean, they could even knock custom ink out of the game if they wanted to. They got the tech. They got the capabilities to create the the tech website of the future for it. Man, we we should be afraid. Am I being? This is weird. I'm being like a fear monger. I'm going to stop going at it this way. But I'm I'm also a conspiracy theorist, so. I look really deep into stuff sometimes. Okay, Daniel Ramos says, Cam, let's have a screen print expo and make it more popular. I agree, man. Yep. Got to do something. Something's got, yeah, I agree, man. And I think the screen printers as a whole need to get together. And if we were putting on some kind of event, but but we need, what I, this is what I think, man. I think, we need a central, <clears throat> like a conglomerate, a conglomerate of people, a conglomerate of screen printers. So there's like the central hub thing, right? It's like this thing. And 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 it kind of acquires all the shit and then it just – it spits it out to us. But it do, it takes the smallest – kind of like not – because Uber take – all these companies take a ton of the fucking percentage, Right, Uber gets super greedy with their percentage that the drivers get, but it just it pulls a small thing off the top. But in return for that, there's like this unified print system that's like shop management system that's free to any screen printer. They sign up, they get it, and now they're just acquiring jobs based on location. And I think that this, I think that something like that needs to happen completely separate from Amazon, because because that. That could be something. It'll never happen, but it could be something. That could be cool, I guess. I don't know. We need to do something like that as a whole, though, together, all together. Jason, call it what you want. It's a fanny pack. No, it's what I want it to be called, and I call it a utility belt. Man purse. That's that's more of like a satchel. Like Indiana Jones had a man purse. Uh, no, don't. Digital print. Anya Clayton. Don't do digital. I agree, man. And it's just not cool. It's not cool. Rye beats. I just got one from Converse. Converse. Use it for my camera, wallet, etc. Oh, Converse has one? Is it it's nice looking? See, what I don't like is the fanny, like the actual fanny pack silhouette, like the 80s, so where it's like a strap and then it's got like kind of the, the, the dip down. I don't like that, man. I like like the ones I try to buy are like a utility belt. God damn it. That's what I want. Um... Oh, right, right, Beats, man. Okay, what do you think about those tech gear apparel? I think the tech, you mean tech wear? The tech wear movement? Oh, man. You know what, dude? I'll show you something. I am straight up, like straight motherfucking up in love with the tech wear game. So if you guys are listening to this on the podcast, you're not going to be able to see it, but acro I'm looking at up a company called Acronym. Uh, acronym 
TechWare. Okay, so acronym is a this dude. All right, I'm gonna I'm putting in a thing right now, and I'm gonna actually share it on. So I'm gonna share this on our live feed. Here we go. If I can maximize the damn thing here. Okay, so. God damn it. Sorry, guys. This is stupid. I shouldn't even be doing this. Acronym is this really dope techware company. This isn't going to work. I'm not going to be able to show this. I'm not even going to try. But these guys are like changing the game in terms of uh, like how you how a, how a, uh, a jacket is worn. So you know how we're used to you put one arm, another arm, and you, and you zip it up. These motherfuckers at Acronym, this techware game, they have this jacket that like wrap that you wrap around to put it on. It's crazy, and then it like over it goes over your backpack and shit. And then they got these pants, like these super dude, the techware. And I'm a, I'm a streetwear cat. Like I don't invest money in clothing. I don't I don't personally wear. I'm not I don't wear fashion, but I'm into it. If that makes sense. I don't rock it. I don't spend the money on it. I don't write. But I love I love it. I love fashion just as a concept and for what it is and how it's constantly changing. And right now, yes, my thing is the goddamn the techware game, man. It's dope. It is so dope. And there's a lot of companies doing it. Acronyms just on the top of my head. So check them out, and they'll, it'll lead you down the rabbit hole. It's beautiful. I love it so much. Uh, let me get further down here. If you guys are just tuning in, thank you. We are on the Q&A portion of this live feed, so start feeding me your questions. I'm trying to get through them. I need to throw these goddamn glasses on because I can't read this otherwise. Okay, guys. Nah, man. I did what... See, so okay, Lucifer says, "Holy shit, those V-necks from Los Angeles Apparel are giving him nightmares." That's what I'm saying, dude. Like this guy, bro, he needs help. He needs help. This it, is what it is, you know. And it's true. As you get older, you run out of ideas. And this dude is regurgitating his old shit, and he's trying to pretend like it's something new. Now, I'm not gonna say for it. I'm not even gonna pretend to act like he won't make it a big company because the fool knows how to do it. He'll do it. I think it's just it's laughable. It's laughable. It's fucking crazy, dude. How does your beer, uh, Cody Brathwaite? This, how does your beer grow so fast? It's like, uh, I don't know. I'm a goddamn man. That's how. Ding. Uh, you give us a layout of that. Uh, Fabio Gutierrez, uh, can you give us a layout of the shop? You know what? I'll do a vlog of it. So, so what do you what do you wonder? And just like how the flow goes, because our our shop flow sucks ass, dude. We've, I've tried many setups, but we have a, just a really small space. We have definitely outgrown it. So it doesn't work well, but I'll, I'll do a vlog of the shop flow. That, would, that could be cool. Yeah, I'll do that. Fabio Gutierrez. Yes, I will. I hope I'm not missing anything. Daniel Ramos. I'm looking for a small warehouse in Mesa, Arizona. Need room. You're looking for a place to move into, like with somebody else that would like sublet it to you? Or are you, do you have one and you're trying to sublet it to people? Either way, cool. Okay, Daniel says, I'm scared of hiring my first employees. What is your advice? I have a couple, I've done a couple live feeds, a couple vlogs about it. My advice is to just hire them because you're going to fuck it up. Just, okay. 
first first morsel of advice sign up with gusto it's 39 bucks a month it's worth it's worth every penny it just it takes the headache out of the whole goddamn thing sign up for gusto and then do, go through the thing get it all set up and then hire your employee under that they take care of all your taxes all of the all of the, you know it'll help you get signed up for your workers comp and all that shit so you're on the up and up you're legal on the other side of that, just pay them under the table. Either way is fine, man. If you're going to pay them under the table, no one will give a shit right now. You're not making enough to for the – the FBI ain't going to come after you. But I would recommend Gusto if you want to do it legitimately. Outside of that, um, just hire someone. Get on Craigslist. Put an ad out. More than likely, they will suck. More than likely, it will make you more stressed out than anything, and it will cost you more than it's worth. But you got to learn sometime. And then once you get that first person, just kind of hire them part-time and tell them this isn't a permanent position. You're just going to test them out. Uh, And then when they come on and they're inevitably horrible or you're inevitably terrible at delegating work, uh, it's easy for you to let them go because you tell them it's just a part-time gig. And then just go from there. You'll learn and then you'll realize that it is helpful to have them doing the labor for you so that you can focus on the customers instead of having to do both. Cause when you're doing customer service and the printing, you're, you're split between you're split so poorly that you're doing a shit job at customer service and you're doing a shit job at screen printing. So your quality sucks and your customer service sucks. That's a recipe for failure. So you will find that it's extremely helpful, but it's going to suck at first. So just hire them part time, let them know that and you'll be good. Oh, RXX owner, gotta go. He's time to eat. All right, man. That sucks. You should come back, though. Come back next week, guys. Sorry. I know this is a weird time frame. I can't find the right time frame. Uh, our average order is a hundred pieces, so we do like a hundred. That's our average hundred piece orders. We're not we're not big bulk stuff. We're kind of we semi wholesale custom. That's what we would call it. And that's where we're at. Um, how many orders? Have to, we right now we do between ten and twenty jobs in a day. Sometimes it's less, sometimes it's more, but that's our average. Um, our prices are really low, so even though we do that, like our margins aren't very high, so we're not like super profitable right now. So what we're trying to do, what I'm trying to do, is just carve out my market share, man. I'm going against every piece of business advice about how you. Sh- I'm just, I just, I just want the, f- I just want this to be national tired of working local man I'm tired of it uh, like what I see says I miss your edited vlogs I know that they were time-consuming but they were awesome for how many of you guys missed how many of you guys like the vlogs that's an important question because this is the truth about vlogs they are goddamn time-consuming man I mean it's from the moment you wake up and and like when I'm doing vlogs I like to wake up at like 6 a.m. but when I'm vlogging I I Go to bed at two to three to four a.m. and then I'm in it. I'm sleeping until like right before I open the shop, which I'm willing to do. But the vlogs just don't get like the hits that I need. And you know, there's a sacrifice I understand in the beginning that's required. But how many of you guys like the vlogs, man? If if everybody likes them, like legitimately likes them, I will freaking I will do it. Um, I will. And as a matter of fact, regardless of that, however many of you guys don't like it. I was going to do it this month, but time got away from me, but um, uh, September, the entire month of September, I am going to do, god damn it, so help me God, I'm sticking to it, I'm daily vlogging. I'm going to do seven days a week for that month and see if I can, and if I can pull that off, I may go to the dailies for the better part of a year. 
But all of September, I will be daily vlogging seven days a week. Because uh, I just, I want to know that I can do it. Oh, let's see. But yeah, let, let me see what you guys say about it. Okay, and before I do that, oh, okay, oh yeah, I'll get back to the footprint. Anyway, all right, guys, I'll get back to that later. But if a lot of you guys say to stick with the vlogs, I, I, I'm going to do it anyway all of September. But I would like to know what you guys think of them. Because sometimes when I, I like I watched a few of them back, I don't watch the most of them back. Some of them I'm just like, dude, this is shit. So, and like, the you know, the views don't add up either. Because I think we're at like 1,500 subscribers or something like that. But like in my mind... That would that would mean we would have fifteen hundred views per vlog, but that's just not the case. It's like way below that, so it just doesn't add up. When I first started, like however many subscribers I had, that's how many vlog views I had. So I'm just confused, and it makes me feel like, God damn it. Uh, anyway, on to the next one, guys. When I go silent, it's because I'm looking on the live chat. So if you're listening to this on audio only, I'm reading the live chat, looking for questions, and then I'm answering them. Okay, so Anna Clayton is a fashion student from the UK currently interning in Copenhagen. And her question is, she's on YouTube, uh, do you have any tips for printing in a small place and ways to save money on inks and stuff? Uh, you save money on, no, with inks, there's not a lot of ways you can save screenprinting.com. You don't, I don't think you even have to have a business license to get the wholesale pricing from there. So that's easy enough. As far as printing in your house, you know, I, I did a couple of videos on just printing with with very little equipment, and it all applies. It's, it's the same thing, man. Just do the how to t-shirt, how to print t-shirts on the cheap. Look at that video, and it really does tell you. You need a screen, you need a bathtub, and you need an oven. Uh, I should put disclaimer right here if I could. This says, when you cook, when you cure your shirts in your oven in a closed-in apartment. You need to have all your goddamn windows open. You need to have vans, vent, fans ventilating that because technically, like, it's toxic. You know, the plastisol fumes and discharge fumes are toxic. But if you watch that video, you'll see it's super easy. You need a bathtub to expose the screen and clean the screen or, or outside a garden hose or whatever. And you need a table and you need a screen. The hardest thing is getting your films. And I made another video on how to make films without converting a screen, uh, a printer to a Black Max printer. Uh, a lot of people in the comments said that you should just print on transparencies with whatever printer you got. I had worse luck with those like transparent images. I would have rather I just preferred using Rubylith at that time because I tried it that way and the results were shit. But to each their own. There's a lot of ways, but it's super easy. Yeah, just watch my videos. Go to the tutorials and watch my videos. All of it's super easy. The biggest problem is getting your films made. I would recommend using an online service. I actually linked it in the video on four different ways to make a film. You can use that service and for 10 bucks, they'll, they'll print the film out for you. They'll send it to you and you'll have it forever. And you can use that same film to make multiple screens. You can reclaim the screen. Just, it's super easy. There's no reason to get stressed out about it. Uh, as far as the inks and all that stuff, it's kind of expensive. Ink's expensive. You buy it by the court. 
and it's just it costs you 30 40 bucks a core i mean that's just the reality of it and t-shirts have always been expensive there's this weird idea that like we pay very little for t-shirts like the screen printers only pay a quarter or 75 cents for a shirt it's just not the case most of us pay a dollar 80 for a black gildan uh, and like a dollar 20 or a dollar 15 for a white gildan so we're not getting them for free none of this shit is free okay man you guys are really crushing them here um Uproar. I'm glad you made it, dude. Uh, if you're just tuning in, we're going over the q and I'm trying to work my way through this. You guys have re- now the chat is really crushing with questions. So this is awesome. Um, uh, CDays26 says, what average income earnings did you make when you first started? Um, it's a good question, man. I mean, I was, dude, I was doing like, when I was doing it by myself, I was freaking killing it, man. I mean, I, was, I wasn't killing it. But I was doing good. I was making between a thousand and two thousand dollars a week at net after like paying the rent and all this shit. And I lived in the shop, so I was just uh, for me it was a lot of money at the time. The second I started hiring people is when the money starts dwindling away because at the end of the day, the people you hire they aren't going to produce as much as you do as the owner. It's just a fact. It's a fact of life because you care more than they do. They just want, they're going to only work as hard as you require them to work. Uh, so you are going to lose a lot of that when you start hiring people, but then it starts crawling back up. So you, you're up here when you first start, you'll make a thousand to 2000 a week, more than likely. And then when you hire your first person bloop, drops and then you'll slowly start crawling back up the, up the thing. Uh, a lot of people, uh, okay. Alan and all these, a lot of people are saying they like the vlogs, man. Yeah, they are. Creating vlogs is a bitch, but people love them. I just, okay. Vlogs are fun, but the tutorial, the a lot of people say that they prefer the tutorials, and those are extremely time consuming too. The vlogs are actually easier than the tutorials for me. Because I'm not super, like, I have a hard time organizing it, and you can tell all my tutorials are like super scripted. So I literally write a script for the tutorials, and then I memorize the lines, and then I spit the lines. The tutorials are hard too. Shooting videos is tough. It's really tough. Mm. Uh, humankind, screen printing, scale model building says, hey, Cam, what do you like most about being a business owner and screen printing? The freedom. That's it. If it I, I also like the sense of accomplishment and, the, uh, and building something. I love building stuff. That's what I've done my whole life and creating things. But I hate running businesses. I, fucking, I can't stand it. But what I do love is the freedom that it gives you, and I love the creation process when it's first being built. So right when I first built this, I was super excited about it. Started getting customers super excited. And then my excitement dwindled as I'm running the day-to-day operations. Now I'm excited again because I'm not running day-to-day operations, but I'm getting creative with how I'm growing the channel with these videos, with all of this stuff. I have a lot of plans for this this channel too. But I just got to get the following first. But I would like to get sponsorships from some of the suppliers um, and stuff like that just to, just to advertise to you guys. So I have a lot of big plans. Um, Ride Beats. He was doing daily vlogs, but now it's like four times a week. It's difficult to film something every day. It is. And it's also difficult to come up with a new concept every day because you don't just want to do the same damn thing. Because no matter what you say or no matter who you are, no matter how popular you are at the end of the day you do the same damn thing we're all creatures of habit so it's almost kind of like vlogs are fake in a way they're so fun to make man i do i do like them and some of them that i've i don't watch all of mine 
like religiously, but like I do the edit and I know what's going on with them. And then sometimes when you watch them back, you're like, that was fucking cool. I like the way that that worked out. And the best part about vlogs is that when you're old or, you, you know, especially if YouTube is around for 50 years, it's like you kind of have a legacy of like what you did during a moment in your time. And that's really cool. And they're all pretty much positive, so, which is cool, too. Uh, I went to Staples when I got started. got two printed. Yeah. So like, okay. So Jason says with the films coming back up to, uh, who I, uh, was talking to earlier, he would just, do, he would print them out on the sep, on the, on the transparencies and he would double them up. Problem with that is like, then they're kind of like ghosting each other. There's a lot of problems with it. I would just honestly, 10 bucks per film. It's not that bad. You can, you got, I would hire a, a service to do it. That's what I would do if I could go back and do it again. Vinyl is, yeah, vinyl's cool, paper's cool, all that stuff is cool. All right, guys. Uh, and then I also do have some questions from the comments that I wanted to to, uh, to go over. One of them. Oh, yeah. This one was a, so this is from Sabir Sabit. He actually had the questions in a, one of the comments of one of my videos. And he, he asked me this. What brand of blank tea are you wearing at the six-minute mark? Love your channel, by the way. Keep up the good work. And I did the first response. I told him it's the next level 6210. I like him because of the fit, blah, blah, blah. But I wanted to go into it further. Um, uh, being, because he also mentioned something that one of his clients complained about it being too thin. And I don't know if he was talking about the weight of it or the, the structure of it. But it is a thin shirt. But this brings up a thing that I've noticed with customers in general. There's there's like two sides of the fence. One side of the fence is the customer that thinks a quality shirt is heavy. It's like a five-ounce, six-ounce T-shirt. The feel of the cotton doesn't matter. If it's heavy, it's quality. If it's light and like airy, then it's cheap. Then there's the other side of that fence that thinks the thin, soft is the high-quality shirt and the heavy-feeling T-shirts are the cheaper shirts. And this is the thing you have to determine with each one of your customers on what side of the fence they're on. Because some want the thin fitted like and then others want more of the boxy, heavy, thick, chunky feeling. So there's two different sides of it. You need one of your one of the goals or one of your jobs as a customer service representative is to figure out what type of shirt the customer you're dealing with wants. Next one. Uh, sorry, Clark Chaludi. Great video. Quick run. Um, if I use the Ulano X1 emulsion, will the 30 seconds in the sun still be accurate? Thanks. So he's asking about it because I show you how to expose it in the sun really cheap without a lot of stuff. And it will work. The QX1 is actually very similar to the um, the PhotoCure Blue that we, that we use. It's a high solid pre-sensitized emulsion. It's also dual cure, so it's really like... Uh, forgiving and for most jobs that's what you want the Ulano stuff is perfect Lino Koto Cam love the channel hoping to get on the next live cast did you notice uh, got some free YouTube publication from Ryan at episode 11 on the made to make it vlog you made a little cameo and I did see that uh, and if any of you guys, if you could do me the favor, if you see that I show up in any of the videos or any, anywhere, just let me know about it so that I, if, if, if it's useful or if, if it's a good share, I can reshare it on all my social media. But I didn't reshare that one because it was just, it just showed a picture of one of my videos in the thumbnail when he's browsing YouTube for something. Okay, Michael Maxwell. On YouTube, Cam, I'm new to the screen printing and no bullshit, bro. My girlfriend and I stayed up watching your videos for hours. 
Just hilarious, son. Entertaining and educational. Keep up the good work. The fan, he should, and he's the one that said, Michael, yeah, I think he tuned in here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Michael, thank you for the the thing, dude. Uh, thank you for the props on the video, on the comments. It's that kind of shit. Honestly, guys, it means the world to me and it makes me want to keep going because at times when it comes to making videos and it, when the channel's not growing as rapidly as you feel it should because we all have these really entitled mentalities, sometimes you get crapped out. So when people tell me stuff like that, it means the world. So Michael, dude, thank you so much. And for all of you guys that just give me co like positive feedback on all of this, Thank you so much. It means the goddamn world to me. Um, I'm going to go down this a little bit more. Uh, Carlos Gutierrez, thanks for tuning in, my friend. You ever been to the ISS shows? Yeah, I am going to go this year, as a matter of fact, because I want to look at the Anatol light, uh, the, the vault. I want to look at the vault. I'm, I understand everybody's all hyped up on on the fucking rock and on the, the MHMs and stuff, but I am very intrigued by the vault. I'm mainly because I air compressors. I I worked as a plumber for years and I ran tons of air compressor lines and I saw all the goddamn issues that and at the print shop that I were every everywhere air compressors suck fucking ass and I would love to not have to deal with it. So I want to look at the bolt. I hope that it is what I think it's got. And then if that is the case, then I will I will probably be going the vault route. More than likely. But the rocks, dude, the rocks so cool. And they have so many amazing features. I mean, just so many. The rocks are beautiful. If it were air, if it were air free, I would it wouldn't even be a question. I just don't like dealing with air compressors and running lines. It's just one more goddamn headache to deal with. But they're all amazing. And I will be going to ISS this year. It's funny how I go off topic, right? I'm a, I'm a Beautiful ranter. Vinyl for me was time consuming and it took too long to weed out. Alan Defy is talking about vinyl and that. And it's I had the same thing, man. We actually used to do like vinyl decal stickers and we put we did big installations on work trucks and shit. It is, man. It's not worth it anymore. I think vinyl wraps has taken over and wrapping is actually just easier. Fuck vinyl. I'm not into it. Yeah, I I've I did. I looked into that for that group. I there's it, everyone has nothing but good to say about Anatol. Anatol's changing up what they were. They were shitty a long time ago, but they're changing their whole thing. Uh I need to get into these groups. Jason, you keep telling me about them, dude. I'm just I don't understand Facebook. Like no matter what I do, I just I don't get the draw of it. I don't understand why so many people like it. So I I try to tune in, but the groups just not working for me. I'm, but I will, dude. I'll go check it out in in better detail. But I did look at it briefly, and it looks good. What do they say about the vault? Do they have a lot of positive things to say about it? Because from what I could see, they do. Ah, Luis Perez. Anyone know of a supplier in Florida? I want to buy equipment, but it's difficult for me here in Belize. Shipping would be cheaper for me if I found one in Florida. Craigslist is your best bet for that. Digit Smith. Uh, dot com they sell used shit but do not have do not buy a used anything without being able to see it so even if you see a smoking fucking deal in arizona and they'll ship it to you for 500 or a thousand bucks on top of whatever the sales price don't buy it don't buy it don't buy it don't buy it there's too much crap man uh sure so so you saw the vault jason and did you think did you also i'm assuming you looked at the rock which one would you go with if you had if you had the cash to drop on one of them right now? What one would you go with and why? Let me know in the thing. I got the 4880. Love it. 
Yeah, the 4880. We have the 4800. 4880, 4800. We got one of those too. Great. It's amazing. Okay, guys. Uh, I want to. Well, I think I think that that's good, right? I, we had a we had a a really kick ass live stream today. I think there's thirty. There was thirty of you at at our peak content. Right now, we got about twenty six. So fuck yeah, we're up. We're up. We're up. Love you guys for tuning in. Um, since you guys were we're here today. Please do me a favor and share these live feeds or share some of my vlogs or just share my overall channel on your social media. It helps me out a lot. It keeps me going forward. I mean, I just, I can't tell you how much I just, I just goddamn appreciate the whole thing. Uh, remember to tune in Wednesdays since we clearly got more starting at four from this point forward, we're going to be going Wednesdays at 4 PM mountain standard time for our screen printing news, our Q and a, and then whatever the hell else I want to talk about. I'm really getting into this shit. Also, don't forget to head over to iTunes or to Google Play. Subscribe to the print. You're going to search it, the Print Life Podcast, and then you're going to subscribe to it for me, please. After you subscribe, let's get a five-star review on iTunes if you like it, if you even sort of like it. Give me a five-star review and leave a comment in there because when I get those reviews, apparently iTunes favors that and is more likely to show it. If there's no reviews, they see it as insignificant and they won't show it to anybody else. And I'd really like to get the podcast thing going too because that will help grow the YouTube channel and then the YouTube channel is going to help our website grow and then all this shit can start getting into place. So head on over, follow the podcast. I would love that. Also, make sure to subscribe to The Print Life if you're just tuning in, share it, and then ding the bell so you're notified when I upload some stuff. Uh, as far as the vlogs, all of September I will be daily goddamn vlogging. That'll be seven days a week for four weeks straight. I will be doing an upload at... Uh, probably like 9 or 10 a.m. every single day. So that's going to be amazing. Other than that, ladies and gentlemen, this live feed is goddamn over. We made it. We did it. There's 26 of you currently viewing, and our peak was 30. So thank you for tuning in. I love every one of you. Peace out, homies. Yeah.